your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. And another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche is coming at you. And today, our show is brought to you by the Locker Room app. If you have an iOS device, download the Locker Room app. Join in conversations with me and other Avalanche fans. We record it every Thursday night. And I think we're going to change the way we do it a little bit and put that show up on uh, Saturday. So uh, we'll record them Thursday. I'll edit it all down. And then that will kind of like be a special Saturday show to get like all the fans involved. It's a lot of fun. So definitely go download the locker room app. If you have an iOS device, follow the show. And uh, when the show goes live, when that room goes live, you will be notified. Jump in on the fun on that. So for today, I figured we would talk about Jared Bednar briefly. Um, he he is about to overtake the all-time uh, games coached for the Colorado Avalanche, overtaking Bob Hartley in that department. And it was a... Very slow start for Jared Bednar. So I figured we should give him maybe a segment and give him his due. We're going to hear from Devin Dubnik. Uh, He was on the NHL Network and had a uh, pretty good interview with them over there after his first game with the Avalanche, which, of course, he won. And we will take a look at the weekend for the Avalanche and what lies ahead, as well as we'll look at the other divisions I know this is an avalanche show, but most of the time, you know, we're, we're, we're really looking at within our division and what's going on with, with our teams that are we're, we're up against. Uh, but I thought, why not look at what's going on in other divisions? And I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm not doing that. But who could the could another team out there be that really gives the avalanche a run for their money? So we'll get to all that stuff, uh, but first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche, and send your questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So like I said, Jared Bednar is slowly becoming uh, one of the best coaches, uh, not only in Colorado Avalanche franchise history, but right now one of the best coaches in the league. And it's always one of those things where you go, but when you have a team that's this talented, who gets the credit? Is it the talent on the ice or is it the coach behind the bench? Or is it a little bit of both? And I think it's got to be a little bit of, of both. And there's some people who are on one side or the other, but I think most of the time people think the talent wins out. And you kind of get the mindset of like, you can put anybody behind the bench. And when you have the talent that, you know, for this example, the Avalanche have, uh, anybody can coach this team. That's not true. That is so not true. And you need a guy who can not only coach a team, uh, knows obviously the game, knows his players, and can manage ego. And let's face it, 
in professional sports, there is a lot of ego going around. Uh, so you need someone that can really bring all of that stuff together. I did the national show. I do it every Thursday with Adam Denker. And, and we were talking about, actually, I think Gil from uh, the Locked On Islander show was on. And we were talking about the USA team. And this was the exact conversation we were having. You know, with when you are the coach of the U.S. team going to the Olympics, is that just an a, a easy job? Is that just a cush job? And Gil was adamant saying, like, no, that is not an easy job because you have to manage all of those egos on top of getting them to play your style of hockey, which is a tough thing to do. And for Jared Bednar, you know, he came in under the worst circumstances imaginable. Looking back, you're almost surprised in a sense that he actually took the job. And I think if if it was another NHL caliber coach at the time, because he had no experience in the NHL, if another, you know, if Joe Sackick went after a guy that had already coached in the NBA, they might have looked at the situation and said, I'm not touching that. But I think Jared Bednar, you know, being given an opportunity to coach in the NHL, I think he jumped at it. And, you know, the the Avalanche were coming off a good season, uh, trending upward with Patrick Waugh, and Waugh quit on them about a month before the season was supposed to start. So whoever took that job was already facing an uphill climb. Because you have to come in and install your system and get all these guys behind you in a short amount of time. And when you're in the position Jared Bednar was in, you know, not having any NHL experience, it's no surprise the season went the way it did. And I had talked about this with Connor McGahee when he was on the show. You know, we, we touched on it. People were, after one season, and not even really looking at the situation, wanting Bednar to be gone. And Joe Sackick, I don't think that thought even crossed his mind. I think he was more or less giving him a, a pass for the season and looked at it as like, you know, what what good can we take out of this, which really was not much. And he he hired, I remember at the time, he said he wanted a teacher. He wants some because they had a young team. They technically kind of still do have a young team. So he wanted someone that was going to be able to grow uh, along with the players on this roster. And has he not done that over and over again? And it's a little upsetting that he doesn't get a little bit more recognition. I think in his second season, uh, when they turned it around and they went to the playoffs, he was up for the Jack Adams, didn't win it. Uh, but he he always gets overlooked as one of the the best coaches in the league, and I think because he's not flashy, with the exception of that uh, woodsman jacket he he wore, but he's not he's not a screaming and yelling type of guy. He is a player's coach. He will back his players uh, when he feels it's necessary, 
and he will call them out when he feels it's necessary, but he does it in a way where he's not dragging you through the mud in the media. I would love to be there when he's talking to players in the locker room or one-on-one because I'm sure that conversation is a lot different than what we get in the media. What we get in the media is you're not like a canned answer. He's very candid uh, and he's very transparent in a way. But I can only imagine if he, when he's one-on-one with a player or in the locker room, he's maybe a little bit more direct to them, but in a very, very respectful way. And that's where the ego part comes into play in managing egos. You have to stroke the egos, as they say. Uh, you, If you constantly call a guy out, um, they're just not going to want to play for you. They, you know, with the age of free agency and players being able to move wherever they want to go, and you're calling them out to their teammates, they're out. They're out. The, the players don't like that anymore. So he's not that way. And I think obviously players have responded to it. And uh, I think you know he he he's on he's on the ball as far as knowing what he has and knowing what this team needs to do. None of it matters unless this team wins a cup very, very soon, like including this year. So um, I want to bring up his stats here, uh, if we can go year by year, because it's you get rid of that first year, and I would really love to see uh, what his numbers are minus that first year because he's been great. He's been great, and, and a lot of the credit is him. I mean, we how many injuries have the Avalanche gone through last year and this year? And it's not a coincidence that they are winning games uh, when they have all these injuries. Why? Because they have talent, they have depth, and they have Jared Bednar calling the shots. And they've 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 surrounded this entire team with guys that buy into his system. So uh, I think sooner or later, I, th- I think you know you w- once you win a-, a cup, then you get more recognition up and down the roster, including the coaching staff. So awards are what they are. Uh, it's it's nice for the fans to be able to say, like, hey, our coach is uh, l- looked at as the best coach in the league. Um, and then unless you win that award, you it's tough to claim that, just like you can't claim you're the best team in the league if you don't win a cup. Uh, but I think those things will come, I think, over the periods of, you know, the, the future years that he's here because I don't really think he's going anywhere. Uh, for a long time, I think he. This could be like a Mike Shanahan Denver Broncos situation where uh, he's in a very good spot. They have a very good team, and uh, I, I, we're just really, really lucky to have this guy as a coach because he's. It's a smart guy. He's a very, very smart guy and a a players coach, um, and just seems to push the right buttons at the right times. So. Uh, yeah, Nathan McKinnon deserves all the recognition he gets. Kel McCarr, Miko Rantanen, Gabe Landeskog, all those guys. Um, and you need someone to manage all of that talent. And Jared Bender is a perfect guy for that. All right, so let us hear from one of our sponsors of the day. And that is 1010. It's a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs, 
and at a fair price point. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features a high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check these out. They won't be around for long. So find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. So let us now turn our attention to Devin Dubnik. And I think he is going to be an acquired taste for some Avalanche fans uh, for the remainder of the season. Some fans just, you know, can't let bygones be got bygones and accept him with open arms. And I get that. Uh, but you know, he, he is in the burgundy and blue. And if you're in the burgundy and blue, I am rooting for you. And that's the case with, with Devin Dubnik. And I, and like I said, in yesterday's show, you're, you're going to have to get used to rooting for him because he's, he's our guy for the next couple weeks and going into the playoffs. It's not like, you know, once Grubauer comes back, he's just going to be gone. So they brought him in for a reason. Perfect timing. And uh, he went on the NHL network and had a nice conversation with a few of the hosts over there. So uh, let's listen into that. And I think, you know, maybe just listening to interviews with him and seeing kind of how down to earth he kind of is. Um, maybe we'll change some Avalanche fans minds. Maybe not. I think in the end, we all just want to win and who cares who's on the team. Um, but you know, I'm not saying I'm coming around to him. I I did as soon as I acquired him because, like I said, he's playing on my team. So if you're playing on my team, you're good with me. So uh, let's listen to that right now. We are excited to welcome him onto the show now. First off, Devin, congratulations on the big win, on the move to Colorado, a very exciting team. Uh, I mentioned you made a good first impression. I'll ask you this. What was your first impression uh, of the team in Colorado when you got there? I mean, you walk into the dressing room. What is that like? What was your first impression? Yeah, it's uh, it's a different experience. Um, you know, unfortunately, I've had it uh, a few few too many times here this past year but uh it's you know it, it's one of those teams um i've played so many games against these guys in the last you know however many years that uh even if you don't know the guys it feels like you know them because you played so much hockey against them so um being able to stay uh stay closest and go to a team like this kind of made the the personal part uh, easy and then um you know just being able to come to a team that's this good i mean I've seen the firepower. I've been on the wrong side of it for for many years. So to get an opportunity to to watch the uh, the numbers go the other way is going to be uh, a lot of fun. All right, Devin, I'm going to get to the personal side of it first because you know we've had you on a number of times, and I got to remember we saw you at the All Star Game, different All Star Games over the years. I always love running into you. Just a a terrific guy. I've seen you with your kids there at games. So let me ask you this: How's your family doing? How's your wife doing? I know you went through some pretty significant issues last year. You got a you got a whole handful of kids there. How is everybody doing? Uh, everyone's great. 
Um, they miss dad a little bit. It's been a, it's been a tough year that way with the uh, delay and not knowing when we were going to go to San Jose. Um, we ended up having to uh, keep them back in Minnesota with the boys in school and stuff. So um, that part's been tough. They've made a, made a couple trips to San Jose and um, obviously going to have to plan one here to Colorado. So uh, they miss their dad. I miss them a lot. And, uh, but other than that, everyone's, everyone's good and healthy. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them next. Unfortunately, I was supposed to be in Minnesota right now <laughs> with, uh, with San Jose. So the boys were a little disappointed about that. Aww. Maybe my wife too. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get them out here soon. Hey, look, just give us, give us the, how many, how many kids you have, the names, the ages and everything. Cause you know, they're watching dad, give them a little shout out. Yeah, it's uh, I got uh, three boys. Uh, Nate is turning eight this August. Parker is five, and Dawson is three. And I do believe they're watching right now. All so right. hi guys, Aww. and uh, hopefully they were able to tune in. Devin, with Grubauer getting COVID, it looks like you're going to get a chance to play some games right off the yeah. bat. How important is it to see some game action and get in there right away with your new team? Yeah, um, you know, it's exciting. Obviously, it's a uh, unique circumstance. Um, you know, I don't think I was supposed to be starting yesterday. So, but you always got to be ready. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm sure I was going to get a, a few games down the stretch, obviously. Um, you know, Gruby's played a lot this year, and that was part of it, was was wanting to to get somebody in here and and, uh, and give them some rest and, and also support them. So, uh, didn't know it was going to turn out this way, but I'm super excited to to have a couple weeks here. Um, sounds terrible because considering why he's out, but um, you know this is a this is a great team, and I'm just going to enjoy these next couple weeks and then and then continue on uh, uh, supporting however I need to when Groove comes back. I'll ask you this: It might be a silly question, but when you find out so last minute that you're going to be going into a game like that, how does it affect your your game day routine? I know everybody's different. Some guys are super strict and have to do all the exact same things every day. Are you like that? What is your routine like, and and how do you handle that last minute sort of? Oh, by the way, you're in. Yeah, you know it's funny. I got away from that in junior. Um, I just told myself one year uh, we had so many so many travel days in Kamloops where. Uh, you know, we'd be traveling seven, eight hours to a game. And if the bus breaks down and you might show up just in time for warm up, And I kind of forced myself into not being superstitious or not being super strict with, with that and just being able to be flexible um, in case different things happen. So I've kind of taken that throughout my career. I, I don't change much um, the night before if I'm not playing or playing or game like that, you know, I played a lot of hockey games. So um, I think, if anything, this time there were a little bit of nerves just, just with the new team and kind yeah. of being thrown upon me. And, um, you know, they've been winning so much. I didn't want to, you obviously don't want to hop in there and be <laughs> yeah, the common denominator. So I, I, uh, there was a little bit of nerves that way and I uh, didn't get a lot of sleep in the afternoon nap. But I'm glad it, it worked out. Devin, it's been such a weird year for goaltenders. It's been a weird year for everybody. It's been a weird year in the league. But we just put the board up of the Avalanche, four goalies. on. A lot of teams have had to play three, four, five goaltenders. I've been joking here. If you got your goalies, you know, just embrace them. Tell them how much you love them. Woo them. Be nice. Because you need yeah, good goaltending. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. Well, I know. I'm sure. How, how has it been for you, you know, as a goaltender this year with all this kind of craziness going on? Yeah, it's strange. I mean, in San Jose, we didn't uh, – we were fortunate with Jones. and you know, We didn't have any um... – uh, you know, positive results or any, any serious injuries. So um, it's still different having, you know, you got the couple young guys that are rotating through. 
um, and they're kind of always there, always on the ice in practice. Uh, but yeah, it's funny, like you said, looking around the league, there's some teams have just been crazy. Um, how many guys that that have have gone through um, either injury wise with the condensed schedule, or uh, you know, it's it's just crazy. You get a positive test, and and it's two weeks just like that, and then you know if somebody's already injured or or anything like that, you know, you're starting to see guys that forced into, into playing time and that, that, uh, you know, might never have seen a chance. So I think it's obviously exciting for them, but it's different. Uh, you know, sometimes you turn on the TV and you see a guy in the net and, and you're scrambling to try to figure out uh, who it is. <laughs> Devin, you've had some incredible stretches. Bruce Boudreaux actually said you're one of the best goaltenders in the NHL when he coached you. When you're on your A game, what makes you successful? Well, I think a big part of my uh, my game is is you know being calm, being set, um, you know, controlling my rebounds, not not running around, um, and uh, you know that kind of allows me to make uh, bigger saves, not look as big, and and uh, you know that's that's a little bit of confidence for the team as well uh, to look calm back there. So um, you know, for me, it's it's being set when I have my feet set when I'm. When I'm in uh, where I need to be in my crease, then, uh, uh, you know, I've played a lot of games, so I'm able to read the play pretty well, and, and uh, that allows me to do that. So, um, you know, it's been uh, uh, it's been a while since I played a game, so it took a few minutes to, to get to those things last night. But um, as the game went on, it felt better, so I'm excited to to try to get back to, to, what, to what Bruce said, which was nice of him. Uh, Devin, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to take a bit of a hard left turn here because <laughs> I cannot. I mean, listen, we've had you on the show. I've been yeah. here four years now. I feel like you've been on the show a lot. You're very gracious with your time. Yeah. You always joke around. You seem like a lighthearted, easygoing guy. I got to ask you about about the game against the Blues. I, I mean, over a month ago when Jordan Bennington threw, you know, what I would call a bit of a tantrum yeah. because you were between the pipes for San Jose. And I watched the footage, as most people did, uh, quite a few times. And he's going off the and you said something to him. I don't know what, and maybe you can't repeat it on television. But in my mind, it was all—it was always you being like, "Bro, what are you doing? Yeah. What did you yeah. make of that situation? And, and what was your perspective on everything that was happening?" Well, I mean, I thought it was kind of funny at first. Just uh, you know, I and listen, I've I, I've uh, relaxed a lot in my old age. I uh, <laughs> but er, earlier on in my junior days, and, and even earlier on in my career. Um, I know what that feels like. I've, I've thrown some tantrums myself. So, um, I was, I thought it was kind of funny at first and then it kept going and, and, uh, you know, and then he went at, at Carly and I, I just went over to him and, and was telling him in not the words that I'm going to say here, but to get off the, like, just you're embarrassing yourself, get off the ice. And <laughs> he was you, you, like, I didn't even get a chance to get it out. Cause by the time I got over to him, you could see his wires had crossed. So. And uh, then we came together there, and um, yeah, I, the the referees were there pretty quick. So yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think anybody was about to be injured anytime soon between the two of us. But yeah, would have been fun. It would have been fun to watch. Yeah, the I don't know. Maybe he would have just thrown you the old fake punch. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That yeah. was that's what Ek got. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Fake punch. I know. I don't think I would have been as hard as Carly did. But don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, about the, the the reaction yeah. to the big punch. And, got to, yeah. and well, they, got, they got to see each other again last night, which was nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. So I was uh, I was joking that that Binner had the Dubnik flu every time we played because for the next few games he didn't play. So <laughs> I know that's quite ob- quite obviously not true because I think he's won more games against me than I have against him this year. But oh, I was just, just kidding with the guys. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, well, listen, it's always a pleasure having you on. You're always a good time nice. uh, with our questions, even yeah. the silly ones. So uh, we appreciate you. Congratulations on the move. A very very exciting team in the Colorado Avalanche and a great debut for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. So before we get into anything else, we are going to hear from our friends over at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar on the market with 18 amazing flavors such as caramel brownie, cookies and cream, coconut almond, banana bread, and they are constantly adding limited edition flavors. So definitely check out BuiltBar.com. See what's up there now. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. It's great for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 calories or less, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Insanely delicious, insanely good for you. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So quickly, uh, the the Dubnik interview, I, I, he just, he does. I mean, on the ice, people have issues with him and I get that. Uh, there's a difference between how people act on the ice and how people act off of it. And, uh, you know, I think PK Subban's another guy that's like that. People don't like how he acts, uh, how he carries himself on the ice, but off the ice, he seems like a good guy (laughs) and people associate what they do on the ice with how they are. Um, it's, it's, there, there is a, a, uh, a theory or I can't remember what it's called. The, uh, fundamental attribution error is what it's called. Uh, I won't get into it now, but if you want to Google it, look it up, please feel free. Uh, and I think that's what we do with athletes. We attribute how they are on the ice with how they are in all aspects of their life. And sometimes that's just not the case. So um, I thought that was very, he seems just very loose, down to earth. And can you come around to a guy like that? You can. So hopefully Avalanche fans, the, the Avalanche fans who haven't accepted that he is on the team yet, uh, and some of them are doing it in a tongue in cheek kind of way. And I'm completely fine with that. That's fun. And let's have fun. But the guys that are like, I am not rooting for him. I can't help you. Um, so, and before really quickly, before we wrap things up, I did want to get into, like I said, the other divisions and, uh, kind of throw out some teams that could be a good cup final for the avalanche. And I, I mean, going through, these divisions, I guess we'll pick one from each. Um, and I guess starting in the North, I, how great that, this is why I, I just wish we had somewhat of a normal regular season, maybe just playing the other team. And I know you can't, I know you couldn't when this season started, uh, but how great Maple Leafs avalanche cup final be, um, I think that would be maybe one of the best matchups uh, between two of the top tier teams in the league. 
And I think that would be great for ratings. The NHL could really promote that. And I think it would be a, a dogfight. So I'd love to see for if the Avalanche were lucky enough to make the cup final, uh, taking one team for each division. I think for the North would be the Maple Leafs. <clears throat> I think for the Central, uh, I would like it to be the Lightning because if you take down the defending champ, that gives you credibility. You know, you prevented them from going back to back. I think that itself would be another really, really good cup final. Probably both of those, but maybe all three of these, actually. I think if it was Montreal, like not Montreal, Toronto, seven-game series. Lightning, seven-game series. And then in the East, I would like to see, I know a lot of people are saying Capitals would like to see that. I'd like to see the Islanders. I'd like to see the Islanders because they handed us Devon Taves, and I think a lot of people were writing them off because they were coming up on cap hell, and people were kind of saying, like, well, they're going to be maybe not in rebuild mode, but uh, this isn't going to be the year, and they've flipped the switch, and they've turned it on. And so much so, you know, the Kyle Palmieri trade, they're all in. I think that would be a, a pretty good cup final itself, though. So those would be the three teams for each division if the Avalanche can you know make it to the cup final. Um, if it's against one of those three teams, I think we're in for a really good uh, championship final. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know. LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com or find me over at Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. So that's going to be it for today. That's going to be it for this week, kind of. I should have the locker room show up ready to go on saturday so listen to it it's a ton of fun uh and join in for next week if you want to get in on it uh that'll be it for today and uh enjoy the games over the weekend uh two game series against the kings so hopefully the abs can get four points out of that and stay ahead in the standings all right guys we'll see you next week thank you for tuning in it's always appreciated Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!